This is the Food About Town podcast. I'm Chris Lindstrom and I'm your host. This week's episode is brought to you by my friend John Vito from foodandstories.com. John tells some fantastic stories about his time in the restaurant business here in Rochester, some of the amazing characters that come along with it. You can also go back and listen to my episode of the Food About Town podcast with John if you want to learn more about him and his businesses. In episode 46 of the Food About Town podcast, I talk with Tom Falco of Pepper Nuts. That's N-U-T-Z. And you can find Tom at his website, peppernuts.com, at the public market on the weekends. And you can also find his hot sauce on the Wegman shelves and at other independent grocers around the Rochester area. We talked about Tom's background with hot sauce, how he got into spicy foods, why he started his own business, and then we went into some taste tests. We tried all five of his hot sauces, and my wife even joined, even though she doesn't like hot products. So that was interesting. And at the end, I tried a hot sauce that I probably shouldn't have. And we tried, so it was a Carolina Reaper sauce, and it was pretty crazy. So you hear some odd noises coming out of my mouth, and hopefully that's as amusing to you as it was to my wife. So... If you're enjoying the podcast, please give me a rating on iTunes or share this episode out on social media. Thanks for listening. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Found by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire So as the weather starts to warm up I decided to have in Somebody who I've seen for a while now At the public market Serving some of the spicier, hotter stuff in Rochester uh, the gentleman behind peppernuts.com. Please introduce yourself, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, my name is Tom Felbo. I'm with uh, peppernuts.com out of Spencerport, New York. And uh, we're a local hot sauce company. And Yeah, so that's uh, and peppernuts, P-E-P-P-E-R-N-U-T-Z.com. I see the logo out on your truck in my driveway right now. Yeah, the Z, uh, the Z is important. We've oh, been yeah. uh, confused for some people with the spicy peanuts that were in town. Oh, is that a thing too? Uh, apparently, at one time. But, oh, jeez. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many hot sauce products out there, and what was um what was impressive to me, at least the first few times I saw you out at the public market, was your selection is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you can go to Wegmans, you can buy hot sauce, but if you're somebody who likes spicy foods. I haven't seen a wider selection locally pretty much at all other than what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, that, you know, if we get into retail at some point, that could get astronomically higher, the, the amount. But, I mean, our website, uh, we, we do three things. We have our online retail store, which uh, there we host over 1,200 different products. I mean, we, we 1200 carry... 1,200 products. Yeah. So what percentage of those are sauces specifically, approximately? Yeah, a little over 900 of them are hot wow. sauces. So then, uh, you know, the rest of it's comprised from barbecues and spicy ketchups, condiments, and snacks, and nuts, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, the hot sauces is our is our flagship product. Uh, we certainly focus on trying to go out and and you know search the search the world out for whatever we can find. And you know, that's been some of the transition. Why um, you know when you first saw us at the market. We had shelves and shelves full of stuff. Well, we were bringing some stuff from, um, you know, our, our online site mm-hmm. uh, to share with the local community here because we don't have a retail outlet yet. Um, but, you know, it was more important just to be able to bring out that variety and let people see what we had there and what we represent on the Internet, you know, with our retail site. Yeah, absolutely. And what was also obvious is that you're, you know, you're, you're a pretty reasonable-sized online distributor of hot sauces. And... Price is super reasonable. Selection huge, and for somebody who's—I mean, I—I consider myself familiar with hot sauces, but when it comes to the the wide range of things, I'm a relative neophyte. I mean, it's yeah. such a big world of hot sauces. You've got such diversity of flavors, from your sweets and your milds to the, you know, the insanity sauces. Right. Where you're talking million plus Scoville units of you know, searing your face off. You know, and it's uh, the great thing about this industry is that it's changing literally every day. Um, Just as, you know, craft brewing has become a phenomenon, so has craft sauce brewing. You know, it sounds strange to some folks, but, um, you know, across America and and coming to the Northeast right now as it's moving, and it's why, you you know, I'm trying to help, you know, kind of spread that message uh, with with what we do. Sure. But, um, you know, there's uh, growers, Farmers, uh, individuals that that you know, gardening folks um, that have you know taken home recipes and gotten so popular with the with the wild flavors that they're creating. Introduce you know taking habaneros and introducing fruits, uh, bringing in the mangoes and the pineapples and things of that nature. They're creating incredible flavors, and um, it, it's become so large that you know there's enormous hot sauce festivals all over the country that are developing annual events. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's just the wide variety of of people getting into the industry right now is 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 uh, it's just incredible how fast it's growing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's weird. There's so many ways that people get into hot sauce. Um, I can remember, um, you know, growing up. I grew up in Buffalo, so growing up in Buffalo, you have a affinity for Frank's hot sure, sauce. Sure. I mean, Frank's hot sauce Your is anchor bar. Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, every place you go, regardless whether it's Anchor Bar or wherever, I mean, there's so many Franks-based wing sauces. That's what I grew up with. Right. And that's what so many places use. So you grow up with you grow up with Franks. You grow up with, you know, a little bit of Tabasco here and there. And that's about it. That's what, what I had when I was growing up. I'm in my early 30s, and that's, that's what you had. Right. Was Franks and Tabasco everywhere. So... To see the crazy expansion, I mean, how many different countries do you have hot sauce from or those that you can remember? Oh, I mean, dozens easily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there's obviously some restrictions with customs and things of in terms of what can be brought in. But, um, uh, yeah, we, I mean, you get a lot from like the Caribbean area. Uh, area. You oh, get, sure. Uh, stuff that comes from the UK. Um, and just as interesting, I mean, the, the U.S. market and the production in the U.S., has increased at such exponential rates that it's the rest of the world, believe it or not, that wants the, the sauces from the U.S. Huh. shipped out. Um, you know, some of our largest orders we get with our online store all come from areas like Japan. Um, they're they're 
people who are catching on to the American craze of growing spicy foods. Yeah. You know, and a lot of that's the result of, you know, ironically, foreign, you know, uh, ethnic you know, com- uh, people coming to America. Right. Um, you know, you get the Mexican and the South American influence. You get the Asian influence, which, you know, you see in the food industry and the restaurants. It's incredible. So that spiciness, that that desire for heat came along with it. And, and now it's being adopted within American culture just as fast. And people, uh, like I said, have, you know, enormous chili farms, uh, you know, where they're producing, you know, tons and tons of chilies and just started crafting it. You know, you right. people from all over buying the peppers, buying the seeds, growing and cooking them on their own. Right. And that's exactly how I got started. Yeah. I mean, that's a, so let's, let's go in that direction for a second. So you, how, how did you become interested in hot sauces? Where, where was that genesis for you? Where did that start? Yeah. It, it's kind of like you said, you know, as a kid growing up um, for me in an Italian family, we used a lot of dry spices. It wasn't necessarily red hots and things of that nature, but, um, you know, as our, our, our dishes and the things we fooled around with as kids got spicier and spicier, I just had an affinity for spicy foods. So red pepper flakes. Yeah. I you mean, know, starting your fraud, most basic, fraud yeah. diablos and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Spicing up the sauces and, and things. Um, you know, but, you know, once you, I got into more in the college or the high school and college era, you know, I really, you know, it became hot sauces. And I went to school in Buffalo. I went okay. to the University of Buffalo. Oh, beautiful. And... Um, you know, it's the same thing, you know, going out and trying wings in 15 different restaurants as I mean, a college could, student right, for a week. You go to Duff's <laughs> right around the corner and they're serving, yeah. you know, when their medium's hot and you're getting hot, that's crazy hot right. and going up from there. And then I was known for always grabbing the, you know, going out to the store and grabbing a bottle <laughs> of the hot one and, you know, messing around with the guys and yeah, yeah. putting them on our chicken finger subs or whatever we were eating up mm-hmm. in college at the time. But, uh, you know, I, I got out of college. Um and when I was in, you know, one of my first jobs, I had worked, come in, back in touch with some friends from high school, and we were looking to, they asked, uh, asked me to help them get a business going, and we started, like, an IT firm. Um, but it was in, like, the dot-com era. And, uh, you know, at that point, you know, they had turned me on to, hey, let's go out and register some websites. Everybody's renting dot-com this, dot-com that. I went out to look for hotsauce.com. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I zip my lips because that's one of my biggest competitors naturally, but um, the site was taken and I right. searched and searched and I came across the pepper nuts one and uh, sat on it. Right. And, you know, I graduated, you know, and, and or continued working and went through a couple different uh, transitions in my career path. And uh, I think it was in about 2007, uh, my wife and I were watching CNN and, an, and a news art uh, show came on a, a story on, um, the spicy food industry in America. And they were talking about how since the year 2000, uh, it's grown 150% in terms of uh, the spicy foods uh, industry, spicy sauces, and how uh, you know condiments had surpassed, uh, or hot sauces surpassed other condiments in the growth. You know, whereas mustards and ketchups and things sort of plateau in their sales, well, hot sauce was just flying. And my wife had turned to me and said, uh, you know, you still have that website that you used to talk about all the time, you know, the one in, and I did. And yeah. she's, you know, she's like, you should do something with it. And that's when I got my wheels burning and, uh, you know, looked into you know, what is it going to take me to get a website up and to reach out to manufacturers and make that great inventory that you saw. Sure. And then um, we launched the site and that got us going. So you've been up for, you said, since around 2007, 2008? 2008 is when we launched the site, yeah. Okay. 
I mean, that that's a pretty long time at this point. I mean, that's so a few eight years, years yeah. yeah, eight years doing this. Yep. What's been the the biggest trend that you've seen in the time that you've been open since I mean, 2008 till now? It's, uh, you know, it, it, it's evolving. As much as I like the large inventory we have, you know, a lot of that comes from the help of different distributors that we work through and help us with our fulfillment and that sort of thing um, in terms of also, you know, warehousing our own. Um, but the model's definitely changing. It's The biggest trend is, well, there's two. There's the desire for the true chili heads to, to seek out that, that, that endorphin rush from the heat. You know, they like, people enjoy trying the super hots. Sure. They like seeing how insanely hot a bottle of hot sauce can get. And then there's the folks that really, truly enjoy the vault, the, the variety, the flavors. But that growth in the small batch producer, uh, the smaller guys that are creating these these custom crafted sauces, um, it's it's grown so fast that, you know, you see a shift in the popular and the collectible sauces, you know, the ass burners and, and the, the oh, funny yeah. names and that sort of thing. Um, you know, but those don't sell as much nowadays. It's... It, People want the small batch crafters, the guys that are going to the to the annual conventions and the and the uh, you know the hot sauce festival in New York City, um, and the, the guys who run that have a great hot sauce company of their own, and uh, they also run the one out in California, and they're you know they're doing more and more each year, but you're getting thousands and thousands of people at these shows. Um, and, and the folks that are going are also the folks you know they're, they're local people to that area, but they're supporting the local crafters from that area just as much you do get people from all types of the you know all, all different areas of the country coming to these events because they're so crazy now um but it's those small crafters and these are the guys that are winning the you know the awards these are the ones that people are looking for so you know we have a small shift now with even within our own website um that we're slowly transitioning from Keeping some of those collectibles and the popular sauces, you know, carrying those the Blairs and the Dave's Insanities and those kinds of things. I mean, those are your name brands for the hotter of the hot sauces. Yeah, and they're the popular ones. Those are the ones that have been around for a number of years. But they'll always be sought for. But what people are truly looking for in terms of one of the trends that I see is that's the, 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 the desire for the small batches. Yeah. They want to try these new and wild and fruity creations, the, you know, the sweets, the, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do with them. And I think that balance, too, I think people do seek out. No, that's one of my things when I'm tasting food. I'm seeking balance. You know, I'm not necessarily going for the craziest of the crazy intense. I'm going for something that enhances what I'm enjoying. Yeah. I'm going for something that balances out the rest of the flavors. And I can really see how somebody would get into the hot sauce because of that. Yeah, you know? it's, uh, I'm impressed. I, I'm really impressed with what I've seen, even the transition in the last six years. Yeah. It, you know, the sauces that it, we ended up creating a warehouse in, in here in Rochester just to house the small batch sauces because, you know, some of our, just, you know, the distributors, big distributors don't pick up the little guys. Huh. I want to carry the little guys, especially the local ones from around you know New York State. Um, we've got four or five different farms that we work with that produce their own products from their own uh, you know, vegetation that they're growing, the, the peppers and the fruits and you know whatever. Um, and you know and they need an outlet too. 
So, you know, I'm able to support a local company, you know, buy some and, and try to do something with that and spread the word. And, and, you know, the more we can do that, even with New York State, you know, if we have a special section on our site that focuses on New York State uh, locally produced products, all natural, organic. Right. Um, you know, that's what folks want. Mm-hmm. They want that. They don't want the big factory produced things with additives and colors and preservatives and things of that nature. No, it's fascinating. I mean, especially, I mean, New York State's such a great growing area. Now, we may not be the best pepper growing area in the country, but we can grow peppers. We can grow peppers very well. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not California. I mean, you but can't the, get away from that. They but. source them, too. You know, yeah, of um, down in uh, the, the kind of the Jersey region and going down, um, fantastic area for growing peppers. Really? Yes. You'll see a lot of the hot sauce companies that I, that I represent. Even when I say locally, some of them are... Um, you know, the, the tri-state area, actually. Um, you get some from Pennsylvania, um, but, you know, Jersey is widely known for carrying, being able to grow certain types of peppers in that region. And so you get what is, it, what is it about the area that's good for growing? And I, I know sp- the spiciest peppers, you know, the habaneros and up requires sort of a specific style of growing, don't they? Um, yeah, to, to a degree, certain climates. You know, even you, same thing with growing grapes, right? You want different types of soils. You need different types of moisture in the air, um, you know, you name it. And the I, it just so happens that it, you know, I think you you get both the, the areas where, where folks are actually growing the peppers tend to have a lot more people, you know, trying to produce the sauces. Um, you know, so that I think that's just kind of a, a natural flow for the areas. But, um, you know, like the hottest pepper in the world, um, you know, that thing was invented, the Carolina Reaper. Uh, that was invented, it's, uh, it's a, the Carolina region. Is that number one right now, the Carolina Reaper? Yeah. Because, you know, over the last few years, and I, I kind of want to transition into this talk because I think for those that haven't read into hot sauces at all or aren't into crazy spicy foods, may not understand how these things are rated. So in the past few years, there's been a number of hottest peppers in the world. Right. Some people would have heard of, you know, habaneros, the was an obvious super hot pepper for a long time. Then you start getting into the, um, you know, the scorpion pepper, the, the right. Nagalokias. Exactly. The, and now you're talking Carolina Reaper. And it's kind of transitioned over the last few years. There's always been somebody trying to one up hottest pepper in the world. And when people say hottest, the, their rating on a scale. Can can you explain that scale to people so they get a chance to reference what hot is? You know, in yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, years ago, um, a gentleman by the name of Wilbur Scoville invented a scaling system uh, to be able to rate peppers. So really what they're doing is um, they're extracting the, the compound, the chemical compound of a pepper, the capsaicin. Uh, it's a... Uh, they extract it out and they're able to measure the quantity of that, you know, scientifically from the, the fruit itself, the pepper fruit, um, you know, and they're able to, to, to get that variety from each type of pepper. And, you know, so they basically created a rating system. So you're thinking about your basic jalapeno pepper, um, you know, very popular is because they're kind of a low heat fruit, uh, pepper. Not a lot of people will say that, you know, <laughs> you get the average person that thinks a jalapeno is hot. Well, that's at about 8,000, on the Scoville scale. Right, eight to 10,000 usually, <laughs> right. Exactly. And, 
it, you know, and then you start thinking about the like the habanero pepper, and people are like, oh, habaneros are way too hot. You know, but then you're you're up into the tens of thousands. You know, you're around an eighty thousand mark. You know, just depending on the strain of them or whatever. Um, but what these guys in, in you know uh, in in the Carolina region do. Or, or anywhere else, you know, down south and out west and all that. Um, but the, the gentleman that created the Carolina Reaper, you know, they, they get it to a science of cross-pollination and things like that. So they create these peppers, like the Carolina Reaper, and that's about 22, it's two, a little over 2 million. Really? It's up on to the 2 scale. now. See, I remember when they were hitting the... 2.2 million. Wow. I remember when they hitting, like, the, you know, the Nagalokias, and mm-hmm. those were over a million. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, my God, this is over a million. This is this is crazy for an actual pepper. Yeah. Because before that, all the stuff that was over a million Scoville units was all right. capsaicin oil extracts. Uh, people are, you know, they're, they're, I don't know how they do, they, I guess they maybe patent their their cross-pollination methods and sure. all that kind of stuff that they're doing with the peppers. And when they're creating their own, um, you know, their own, their own type of pepper initially, and, you know, and they name it what they want and this and that, but uh, the Maruga scorpion pepper, uh, the Trinidad Maruga scorpion pepper was, uh, you know, the record holder for a while. And then the Carolina Reaper came along two years ago or so, and, you know, they went and tested it with Guinness and uh, Guinness World Book of Records. And uh, they sent it through the through the, the actual test itself and uh, through the labs, and, and they took the title. These things are, they're wicked hot. So have you, have you gotten into tasting peppers on their own yes from from that so <laughs> so have you have you gone and tried one of these yeah i i'm i mean i have a fascination with peppers and hot sauces and things but i also know i've got limits um you know the the one of the videos we shared on our social media sites was from the recent new york city hot sauce festival um there was a guy there that uh he won a contest and he ate an enormous amount of pods which is the full fruit, you know, hanging off the pepper plant. Seeds and everything. Seeds and everything. Um, they put it in, chomp it down, swallow it, take another. I mean, they went through bowls of these things. You know, and you're talking the the, the Carolina Reapers. So it was a contest. Oh, my God. Um, I don't, would never do it. Um, a no, pod that, that's be, crazy. I've, I, when I do it, I'll, I'll slice off sli- a, a sliver yeah. of one to try it. And, you know, I've done that with the Reaper. Um, it's fun to do it. It really is to me. It's fun to try it because it is amazing to see how hot something can get in your mouth. Um, you know, you do get that endorphin rush that everybody talks about. Um, it does come because your mouth, your your body thinks your mouth is on fire and it releases endorphins in your body to offset it. And you get literally like a runner's high off of it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're consuming a lot and that sort of thing. Um, it, it's not even, you know... It, just to try it is interesting. Um, one small sliver will light your mouth up. And if you touch any part of the pepper after you cut it, the insides of it, your fingers will sting. Really? They'll burn. The tips of your fingers will burn and feel like they're on fire for a period of time. Wow. They're that hot. So, I mean, this is this is a you glove pepper. It's yeah. a glove and knife. And Especially if you're going to cook with them, you're going to slice one up and throw it in a big crock pot of chili yeah. to give it some heat. Yeah, you wanna <laughs> you wanna be careful. So when you're you're not talking like so when people see you know jalapenos, you know, let's say on a banh mi sandwich or you know, sliced on a sliced on a taco or something, you know, they're you know, the slices may be eighth of an inch thick or quarter inch thick. Right. 
I mean, you're talking paper thin little pieces of these yeah. crazy hot peppers, and it's still lighting you up. And, and the part that I eat is always the fruit because I want to taste the fruit. I'm sorry, I keep calling the pe- pepper is technically a fruit. I, you know, right. Um, I, I think that's an interesting thing because peppers in general, they have such. There's a weird diversity of flavors. Yeah. Within peppers, you know, people see, you know, green bell, red bell, orange bell, and then you start getting into the. You know, the Hungarian waxes, you know, all along the scale. There's so many differing flavors. Just as you enjoy the difference between an orange bell pepper and a red bell pepper, and you'd want one on certain type of food, uh, you can get the same thing of between a Maruga scorpion pepper and a Carolina reaper. They will taste different. And you want to taste the fruit and see what you just, it's so interesting to see what these things taste like, but then you know the the heat's (laughs) coming. Yeah. And you got, you know, limited options. I mean... You can put an ice cube on your mouth and suck on it for a while, but you know that's not going to help. You can drink the milk. You can, you can do all. Eat the, your you bread. Know. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, it's okay. um, yeah, because like habaneros have such a distinct flavor. Uh, you know they've got some sweetness, but it almost has this inherent. It's not quite smokiness, but it's got this inherent habanero taste. It's hard to describe. Right. You know it's. It's not quite smoke, but it's it's very distinct. It's not just sweetness. Yep. And it's. And depending that, on what you do with them, too. Yeah, that's you know, the how interesting you cook with part. them, dry them, use them, grind them up. I mean, you can use the powders. You can keep them fresh. Right. Yeah. And then you're, you know, that's where you get into a lot of the, when you're talking Caribbean, you get all these fascinating sauces. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not, and it's not just the crazy heat. And, you know, when you're talking Scoville scale, you might be using 100,000 Scoville unit pepper, but you're using it as an ingredient. You're making these fascinating sauces. You know, one of the more well-known, you know, the jerk chicken sauce or jerk sauce out of Jamaica, you know, they use a um, similar to habanero chili called a scotch bonnet. Mm-hmm. Very, very similarly related as, they, as far as I understand. They've got their favorites out there, yeah. Yeah. And that that's a kicking sauce, but it carries so many different other flavors that work really well with that specific pepper. You know, your allspice, your orange all these great flavors and when you're grilling it over fresh wood yeah it just all turns into this amazing harmony of ingredients sure does and that spice is such a big part of it like if you get a jerk chicken without any spice you're missing you're missing that huge part of what that dish is yeah absolutely and um i think that kind of captures part of the culture that's what i was saying when i you know when we first started talking it's the same thing and when you get you get that influence in certain regions of the of the country you get Mexican influence coming from another angle, and you get the Asian. And it is. It becomes a cultural blend, and, and you can do so many different things with the influences from each area. Yeah. Well, I think Mexican is such an interesting topic, too, because chilies there are such an important part of the culture, food culture. Yeah. You know, you've got your spicy chilies, but there's so many dried chilies from completely sweet with no heat at all to, you know, searing heat. People, I think, erroneously think about Mexican cuisine as a spicy food, mm-hmm. while they're a chili cuisine. You know, there's so many different kinds. Yeah, um, that's why I find what you do fascinating because there's so much they variety. All use different, yeah, different types of peppers. You know, you'll, you'll like you said, you know, Dozens. the Scotch bonnet. Um, a lot of the African sauces, you know, use the peri peri. Um, okay, you know, Mexican tends to use a lot of Tabasco, a lot of cayenne. Um, habaneros, I mean, they can technically be from just about anywhere, but you see it a lot in American use. 
you know, a lot of my sauces actually carry uh, are made with habaneros. Sure. Um, you know, and then you get, um, uh, you know, India. You know, obviously, they got their own version of spices out there, but you got the boots and uh, the yolkias uh, mm-hmm. peppers. Um, and there's, you know, there's just every region has different types of peppers that they grow, different heat levels, different flavors. You know, when they pair it with the types of food they 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 net, they make as a culture, it's uh, it is it's fun. It kind of suits the food. It sure does. And I think the the biggest one over the last few years, I mean, the sriracha phenomenon that's happened here in America has kind of been kind of been really insane. How <laughs> popular it's gotten. Uh, I, I remember the first time I tried it, I was at this chain-like noodle place. And, you know, I, oh, I grew up in Buffalo. I like spicy things. And I didn't have a lot of exposure to it yet. And I just I opened the bottle and I squirted it all over the noodle dish I had. And man, that seared my mouth because I wasn't used to it yet. And now I'm, you know, my dish turns bright red when I use the stuff. Right. Um, soups, yeah, like absolutely. Soups up with it, ramen dishes and mushrooms. I love cooking <laughs> mushrooms. Use soy sauce and sriracha. Yeah, you know, just sautéing. There's so many complementary flavors in there when you're dealing with Asian dishes. Um, do you? You? I'm assuming you do a lot of sriracha products still on your site. Uh, yeah, we have a handful. Yeah. Um, the the one out of California, the, the from Taiwan, uh, the Hoi Fung version right, that, of it. That's your name brand. The rooster sauces, right. everyone knows it. Um, a, a ton of that. I mean, when we go up to the markets, even here in Rochester, I have to bring a few cases of that because it, it goes fast. Yeah. Um, you know, they make it fairly inexpensive too. I can sell a bottle for three bucks. Oh, which is crazy. one of the really big ones. Yeah. Um, and but people are always looking for it, and it. It, that has that's just another trend. I mean, it it sriracha has been around for a while, but in the last three to four years tops, I mean, it's been incredible how fast that blew up. You know, the rooster pictures are everywhere. They're they're on T-shirts. People are dressing up as it in Halloween. And well, and I, I see, I see. We're we're, we're going to do some uh, hot sauce taste testing here. Maybe make some stupid noises. Example. We've got, yeah, we've got a rogue sriracha stout here, and um, we're actually going to do some taste testing of. Uh, some of Tom's hot sauces as well. He's got some different varieties here. Uh, some hot sauces that he makes, and uh, now's as good a time as any to talk about that. So uh, recently, Tom started doing his own hot sauces, and you know he does distribution to restaurants around town. Obviously, you can buy a bunch of these retail things, but he's also doing his own hot sauces. And I think you're telling me they're they're in Wegmans now, right? Yes, that's. Uh I mean, One that's huge. Our, our greatest successes yet. Yep. Um, getting that local support from, a, a, you know, Rochester's biggest employer. Yeah. Um, couldn't have asked for anything better. It's a, it's just a wonderful opportunity. Um, you know, it helps us get our name out there. Uh, you know, we, we, we work hard. I mean, we've been up at the markets and the festivals and things like that. And the the um, canal, uh, you know, all the different uh, canal uh, festivals at uh, the you know, Spencerport and Fairport and that sort of thing. Um, you know, so to have that opportunity, you know, when that chance came along and we got to go in there and let them, you know, let them taste the sauces and present what we've done. Uh, the fact that they were open to it, it was just, uh, it was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. So what, what's your, what's your big sales pitch for your sauce? Go ahead, throw, throw your pitch out there. What, uh, why, why should people be well, buying the pepper nuts hot sauces? 
We try to keep things very unique, especially for this region. Um, all of our sauces are what we call small batch brewed. They're they're brewed in, in limited quantities uh, to keep it fresh, um, to keep them clean. Uh, they're all natural. We do not add any preservatives to them. Um, no artificial flavorings or anything of that nature. So they're all um, they're blended and brewed with a variety of different peppers. Uh, a couple of them feature habaneros. Um, and sometimes we toggle between an orange habanero or regular habaneros. Uh, we have the boots in one. That's our ghost pepper sauce. And um, we use some cayennes, some peri-peri peppers. So we, we what we do with each one of them, are, I guess the signature flavor out of those is that they are, we call them, they're, they're, they're sweet and then the heat. So when you, we flavor them naturally with sugar cane, uh, sometimes we use agave nectar. And that, and then we blend them in with various fruits. So by bringing in, like you know, like I was saying before, the, the habanero peppers pair very well with some of those. So some of our sauces are paired between the habaneros and some pineapples and some mangoes. Um, you know, it's just uh, you, you, we played for years with different recipes, and um, you know, finally um, decided to hey, you know what, let's go and work on that recipe development and see if we can get them in some bottles and see what happens with them and. We had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we created some great flavors, some things that we'd been working on, and um, we've got five different flavors. We have one, which is what we call our rum runner, and that features aged rum. Uh, oh, in the awesome. Sauce, and that's, that's where great. a very unique flavor comes from it. Um, we have a banana sauce. So, you know, not a lot of folks have experimented with putting bananas in, into a hot sauce. No, that's a really interesting idea because it's a... You know, it really gives that distinct tropical taste right away. You can't get away from it. Yep. It. uh, You know, I I tell people don't be afraid of it when they hear banana. Some folks don't like bananas, right? And so, it's not a predominant banana flavor, but the texture, um, that tropical background taste, is what brings it in. You know, and and finishes off the sauce. Uh, We've got our ghost sauce, which um, has some of what we call our signature chili sauce um, blended in with the Bucciolochias. And uh, uh, we've got our pineapple persuasion sauce, which is a pretty unique sauce in itself. Um, That one features, obviously, pineapples, but it it also brings in um, some garlic, some ginger, um, and it creates a really unique flavor. And then our last one is our High Falls habanero, which... uh, is a a kind of like a uh, it, it features mangoes in, in the habanero and orange habaneros together. I mean, that's like that's a classic combination at this point. It is. It's, it's this one's probably one of my favorites. It um, you know, out of all the things that I've done, this one's probably my favorite. This one and the ghost, but this one's really unique, and I, I think folks around town enjoy it because there's some similarities to some of the other sauces we've had historically in the area. Oh sure. Um, it, it, it's it's very sweet. Um, and it, it's just great to use on just about anything and uh it's one of our best sellers right now so cool yeah no and that that's exciting too i mean i love the fact that for for all the you know the pluses and minuses about what wigman's does i love the fact that they highlight uh some of the local people doing good products they uh, i think that's a huge thing about what they do right now yeah they, they were very supportive you know i wasn't sure what to expect you know, walking in, this is, you know, our, our small company here in Rochester, but you know, they respect that. And they, they've, they came from the same place and we were in a market, um, you know, hot sauces in Rochester. You say the word hot sauce, everyone thinks of, you know, the meat sauce, then the garbage plate. Right. Or, which is such, it's so distinctive yeah, Rochester right. that it's, it's kind of hard to get away from. Yeah. 
So, you know, we, we definitely push the name hot sauce, although it could be used on just about anything. And we, we, we all sometimes call them dipping sauces for folks that are afraid of heat because we only have one that's like what I consider to be a hot, you know, truly hot, and that's the ghost pepper sauce. And what's what's your, I mean, approximately? I know Scoville units are kind of... Uh, yeah, I hadn't had that one tested. Um, I mean, you, you have using a lot of the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, using the ghost pepper. This is the, the, the boots, so you're... You're using a pepper that's over a million mm-hmm. in heat um, by any means, but the amount we use obviously is to you know to pare it down, and we bring in the sugars and things to kind of you know try to maintain Balance, the heat. Yeah. yeah, so you get this this wonderful sweet smoky flavor up front that comes from that fruit, the boot, and uh, you know you give it five or six seconds, and then. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost peppers kick in, and yeah, exactly. You get all kinds of experiences when you when you taste these up at the market. But um, you know, ironically, you know, I'm sure the that's thing, We 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 let them taste all five, uh, whipped them up, and had some folks in there, and they were taste testing them, and they selected three and said, "Hey, we're definitely willing to give this a shot." You're in a you know a very unique industry in Rochester. Uh, you know, we don't carry hot sauces. You know, not many. They have the Franks. They have the Tabascos. Um, a couple of the big names, maybe a bottle of Dave's in a row. Um, but you know, even Wegmans has gotten into it. They've got their organic line. Um, right. You know, so our bottles are right out there with theirs and, you know, they were willing to explore it and they, you know, it's a, when you get somebody local doing something that's a, a clean product, um, you know, marketing over the city, you know, with their cute and cute labels and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, you know, it really fits in. It, it fits right into the community, and it's something that they were willing to give a shot and, and yeah. support it. So, which is exciting. cool. So, I think we're going to take a quick break and get set up to do some do some taste tests, and we're going to walk through your your sauces and maybe a couple other things, and uh, see if I can make some stupid noises on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be back in a second. So I decided to go upstairs and grab my wife, Carrie. She's making guinea pig noises. <laughs> so while I like hot sauces, my wife is not a hot sauce fanatic. I don't run to it anyway, but I, you know, we've gone head to head eating some of those bowl- bowling alley hot wings, the stupid crazy oh, yeah. spicy annihilate your face yeah they were at um <laughs> l&m lanes over over in our neighborhood and i think they were doing uh i forget what it was they might have been ghost pepper wings they were really spicy i forgot i think they just called them atomic or you know one yeah, of those it was, it was they were pretty assertive and yeah i remember you wanting to hurt me with spice yeah which was, really it was like nice my tongue you. hurts i'm going to lick you so that you feel my pain and you're like <laughs> i feel it too because i'm eating the same wings and i'm like ah yeah you're very thoughtful <laughs> i appreciate that so you did give it a try though Oh yeah. Oh okay. No, so I ate I ate okay. a number of them actually. It was like this hurts, but I taste it and it's delicious. Ow, ow, delicious. Give me another one. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a while. Yeah. So we're ready to taste. So we've got a, a little wide range of tastings here. Um, we've got 
five of Tom Sauces that he was talking about before. We've got some of that rogue uh, sriracha stout. And Tom's got a couple, some other sauces we can talk about and taste as well, including one that's a little bit scary to me. Um, so I think we're going to start with his sauces because one, I think they're all interesting. I tried a few at the market and they're interesting cross of flavors. So let's start with these. We're going to go from lightest to most assertive. Sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how you want it. You can, I, I think it kind of works. You can try to go with the ghost and get the burn up front. And then and you make just the won't taste anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll you'll enjoy these because they're, uh, like, you know, we talked about, there. there's uh, uh, definitely an upfront sweetness to them. Yeah. And then you'll start to sort of feel the heat after. So the first one, you know, they'll go, what you're looking at uh, is, is in terms of uh, heat level. All so right. So a, the first one we've got are... Sorry, I can't. That, that one's hard to read. Is that, yeah, that's no a banana, right? This is our banana bomb. So Ooh. this sauce actually has bananas inside of it. Oh, okay. I was going to say it smells like banana peppers to me. There's the banana. <laughs> ah. <laughs> What'd you think on heat? It splashed at the back of my throat, which was like, surprise. And I was like, ah. Yeah, it's definitely a back of the mouth heat. Uh, you know, a little bit in the top. Your tongue's not burning a lot at all. <laughs> and I can see my wife's close to the top of her pain, of her heat tolerance already. Yep, that was fun. Um. Yeah, because I mean, when you're talking mild, this isn't like um, Tostitas salsa mild. <laughs> no. Uh, right, right. Uh, Chi-Chi's salsa. It's got a little bit more of a kick, you know. Oh, it, absolutely. It, it just features peppers a little differently than, you know, what you'd expect out of a tomato-based salsa or something. Yeah, and it's got some... So what I appreciate... No, what, what's what's the pepper in this one again? Uh, the banana's got the peri-peri peppers in it. Okay. And a little bit of cayenne pepper. Yeah, I think the interesting when you get when you get higher into the peppers, that it's an interesting dry flavor, that dried pepper flavor. I'm not sure how to describe it. I know habaneros have it specifically. I'm not sure it's from the capsaicin or whatever, but that... Yeah, it's not a smoke, but it's that dry heat sort of comes through, and I, I really enjoy that Was part it of it. Towards the end for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the lingering flavor. And, and this sauce also actually features a little bit of rum in it, too, so mm. I don't know if you'll, oh. you'll get that, but that's how we start to bring those tropicals that's cool. into it. No, it's really tasty. I would put that in Dominican food all day. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think that would be great mm-hmm. in a, you know, a yellow rice and pork dish. Hell yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the pairings get... You know, I like them on like fish tacos. Oh yeah, um, oh that'd be great. That's mm-hmm. Just really one of my favorite dishes, but uh, that's certainly uh, one of my favorite pairings for that sauce. All right, let's now, this go with number two. Really unique. This is our rum runner. You can smell the rum in this one mm-hmm. right off the bat. Yeah, I've heard people say some really funny things about this sauce. Um, not that it hurts me in any way, but he he, you know, one person told me it smelled like nail polish remover. Oh. <laughs> Interestingly, See, but like he was ketchup. not a rum fan, so I it's oh. okay for me. Yeah, it's got a got a bit of a cooked Ooh. down smell to it. <laughs> so it when you when tastes you, like cherries, smells like ketchup, burns like owl. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite uses for this. Oh yeah. People will laugh, but it's pine uh pancakes. I could see it. Oh, I could definitely see that. <laughs> wonderful on pancakes because not my of pancakes. The the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just not yours. No, that's actually, I mean, it actually even comes across a little milder than the banana one, really. 
Um, I think the heat's it's more dissipated. It's more along the whole whole group of your mouth. Well, the banana one hits more assertively, but almost all in the back of the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, this it's very well rounded. You're right; the rum's more present. You know, I could definitely see that for those that like a like that sweet heat on a on a barbecue, right? Or you know, ro- again, roasted pork I think would be perfect. Um, yeah, each one gets really unique in their flavoring. You yeah, know, that's it, that's really tasty. And this one's got a little bit of honey. Mm-hmm. Um, we use the aged dark rum, apple. And if we use vinegar, we use apple cider vinegar in any of our sauces. You know, add some dimension. Just, I mean, instead of just using, and you, yeah. I think it actually comes through that that apple cider you vinegar really it. comes through there. In this sauce, it does for sure. How's your mouth doing, girly? It's okay. <laughs> I'm just worried is, that uh, I'm going to start coughing and hacking on the next one. I That's think it's mostly cayenne heat that you got uh, out of that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a lingering heat too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of sticks around, so tap dancing Montes buds. Right, so um, let's see. Are you just throwing your spoons over there? Yeah, I got my spoons over. Yeah, give me, give me spoons. They're dirty spoons. I don't know. They're, they're spoons. Whatever. They got my mouth juices on them. <laughs> well, we're not dipping into whole containers. We have little buckets of sauce. Okay, just yeah. As long it, as, whatever oh, you guys okay. Want. It's not a. Just as long as okay. It's not yeah. a I've got your diseases already. Don't I've worry about it. I've eaten these so many times. You're only really the only one eating from it. So oh, okay. I was okay. like, if if everybody's tasting, then everybody right. gets my cooties. Right. Everybody meaning me and you, and I think I've oh, got yeah. everything you got. This yeah. sauce is really fun. I, it's, you might tell me otherwise, but this one, uh, tell me if it reminds you of anything that you've had around here in town locally. That's sort of oh, is it like a hot sauce inspired hot sauce, or like mm. meat meat sauce? Man. It is delicious. There's something. This is ma- this is the habanero, habanero and mango pairing. Oh. Um, mm. A lot of folks tell us it reminds them of country sweet sauce. Oh, okay, I can see that. I almost absolutely taste um, on steroids. Yeah. Oh yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I can actually taste like Italian American like Roncone's kind of style red sauce like at the b- very beginning for me. That's interesting. Yeah, because it's got it's got some acidic sweetness to it. This one definitely brings a little more acidity to the table than the original ones. Because yeah. usually, I mean, what I grew up with is an acidic hot sauce. You know, it's more vinegar-based than anything else. This one, well, actually, I, I misspoke a little bit. Um, this one, we used red uh, red wine vinegar. Mm-hmm. So you'll get a little bit of different flavor out of it. Maybe that's where mm. I'm picking up the, the red wine vinegar is making me think red sauce, mm. you know. Wine in Italian red sauce kind of thing. Hmm. The sweetness in this one will come from the mangoes and the sugar cane. Oh. <laughs> I, I doing, hear your voice fading a little bit. I'm doing oh. okay. <laughs> oh, I took, like, I was like, flip, flip, as opposed to, let's take the whole spoon of it into All my All right, face. that's what I'm doing, so. so. I'm, like, being very careful. Yeah, just to get the, <laughs> again, it's, it's about the flavor, right? We're mm-hmm. not, I'm not. We're not trying to kill anyone with a heat. Yeah, no. no. Um, but it's <laughs> definitely about just being able to taste and see what you think. We want. I'm reaching over to grab a spoon for I'm her, like and fist, she's, I'm she's like trying to fist, fist bump, bump. Me. Yeah. Uh, there's still some there. <laughs> um, what do we got here? This is our pineapple persuasion. This mm. is one of the three sauces that Wegmans uh, carries. So this one is, uh, which, which pepper's in this one? This is going to feature the <coughs> pineapples. And you'll taste uh, the garlic and uh, some onions and habanero peppers, natural sugar. I could pick up on the onions. Some orange juice. Hmm. 
She's so delicately dabbing her tongue in the tiny little spoon. It tastes herbal while I'm, my tongue's not getting annihilated. Ooh, yeah, that's well. This is habaneros, by the way. Yeah, that, that's got some. That's got a solid kick to it. The each, you know, uh, with the habanero. I mean, habaneros for us is kind of the 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 pepper of choice. Yeah. It, it's a it's a middle ground. Uh, it does create the heat, but you know, again, to make that hot, we had to move up to the ghost pepper. <clears throat> yeah, because um, I mean, this this is the first one out of the four that's really it's really affecting my mouth more. In terms I think, of heat. Yeah, in terms of heat. It's affecting my everything. A lot of people tell us that. <laughs> it's 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 probably on the higher end of medium, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean it's a it's a strong heat. It's persuade it's persistent. <laughs> it's a persistent heat. Uh-oh. It doesn't it doesn't just go away right away either. All right, I'll have a little bit of that pita too. No, uh-huh. I've got uh, I've got crackers, pretzels, beautiful some hummus if you guys want anything to cool your mouth down. Mm, I know. think we'll do and we've mm-hmm. got some beer. Ah. We're going to try that in a second. I need to cool my mouth down with some chicken wings. <laughs> with spicy chicken wings. Yes. <laughs> now, what would you think of any of these dumped on Dude, a dozen wings? That would be insane. Oh, that'd be great. I especially with that. Hurt. My face would be like vibrating <laughs> with pain after that, but it's sort of like I'm kind of slightly masochistic, so that would be pretty <laughs> awesome. If you went through a dozen, the the endorphin rush would, would hopefully help out at the end there. Oh, especially yes. that one, too, you know, with a little bit of extra <laughs> yeah. salt. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. and that crispy, dark flavor. I think that would be, that would be really good. So should I order some chicken wings now? <laughs> we might need to get some <laughs> after. The funny thing is, you know, we, we joke a lot about the heat. People eat it, and people oh, like it, and there's a lot of them, because... We have these sauces in Spencerport in a few of the local restaurants. You know, mm. a lot of the get you. Know, we just there's one that opened up Spencerport Hots. Everyone's really excited about this restaurant. Mm. They did a ton with the community, featuring all the kids from the school. They uh, we brought our sauces in and said, hey, you know what? If you guys are opening up, don't spend any money on buying hot, you know, red hot and things of like that. I want to donate some sauce to to the opening. You know what I mean? And, and right. see if you guys can just feature them and taste them. You know, within a week, they just said, "Hey, just you know, keep bringing them. We'll 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 buy them. We'll we'll do whatever it takes." You know, people are enjoying them. Fantastic. The bo- they're going through them like crazy, and I, I wasn't expecting. I figured a few people would splash them on or reach, reach for the red hot, squirt it on their plate, but they're dumping these on. <laughs> so and it's it surprises me because these are a lot hotter than your standard cayenne based red hot. Sauce. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you know. Red Red Hot's practically a tomato sauce compared to these. Yeah. <laughs> for well, me anyway. <laughs> for a little over every one person that doesn't like hot sauce, yeah. a little bit more than one percent do or a hundred percent do like it. There's yeah. the the latest study that was done was uh fifty six percent of American households have at least one bottle of hot sauce in their refrigerator at home. That's awesome. And that was a good statistic. Yeah, that's a happy <laughs> statistic. It, it makes you happy because you know you a lot of people tease me, you know, when I was always such a hot sauce fanatic, and I was starting to like, well, how are you going to sell hot sauces? Who's going to buy all these hot sauces? There's a lot of people that really do enjoy spicy foods, and, oh, yeah. and I love that trend in America right now. It yeah. comes out in the restaurants. It comes out in things like this. And it's so diverse. I mean, like I was saying, and I think it's something when, when you're tasting food, regardless of what it is, and you're trying to break it down, you know, where, where is it hitting in your palate? What, what kind of flavors are you getting? And those descriptors you're giving are super helpful. But then it's, you know, same pepper. You know, that pineapple persuasion to the high false habanero. Same pepper attacks the mouth completely yeah, differently yeah, because absolutely. of the concentration. Mm-hmm. Like, that one's lingering. I'm just getting it off the tip of my tongue now. Right. Um, 
And that's that's a lingering heat for sure. And I think we're going to jump into the ghost fusion. <laughs> I was going to say, wait till you get to the next one. <laughs> My lips are tingling and slightly on fire still. I think I'm going so. to get off here. <laughs> well, how about the heat, the, the sweetness good, of though. them? As someone who doesn't get into the hot sauces as much, how do you like the sweetness? Does that See, make it, it more approachable? I actually don't like the sweetness so much. Like, the no? su- like I'm not into sweet sauces in general. Like, get, like the spice, as long as it's on something fatty fried you know red beans and rice mm-hmm. kind of goodness I, it kind of like levels out like i almost yeah. want it to be on the salty side so like the little sweet that it adds kind of makes whatever salty fattening thing that i'm eating right. even more complex and and you know different but eating it straight up it's like i'm putting some baba ganoush on it and right. it's really really good <laughs> yeah yeah I these see that know, too what makes these so nice is that they're versatile to use in just about anything because you know rarely are Ooh. folks sitting around spooning it in like we're doing right, right. now <laughs> they're you know it's being put on something it, when you grill fish on the grill and you're maybe putting it on some cedar um oh i could definitely you know, see you that brush a little bit on there and you cook it into the fish the the, the it, it changes the flavor changes as it's cooked um you know this sauce right here we have a lot of folks that mix it with ground beef and onions and make a meat sauce out of it. Oh, I could definitely see I that. I'm so that. you know, there's all sorts of things you can do with them rather than just eating. You know, and like I said, you know, when we taste them at the market, we're whipping, we're putting them with whipped cream cheese. Um, you know, helps with the cooling. You may want some cream cheese after this one. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I gave her a little bit of the the ghost fusion, and it's got a really intoxicating aroma. It's got a nice smoky Very smell smoky. to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I, I love smoky, smoky and spicy, and that's all coming from the pepper. We really? don't we don't put any added you know any added uh, uh, smoke you know oh, uh, that's liquid smokes or anything like that into these. It's just straight out of the pepper. <laughs> that works really well with the baba ganoush, which already has the smokiness in it. Right. So it like amp like it accentuated that smokiness. Aha! It's a wonderful flavor, but then you know, like I said, you'll you'll go a few seconds and then you'll start to feel. As long as you don't, you know, you don't. If you're eating it plain, you don't put it in your mouth and swallow it immediately, because <laughs> then you know a lot of that burn from comes the from the back. If you slowly let it rest and linger in your mouth, and you mix it up a little bit, you really get the flavor. It's like a it's a really rich, smoky barbecue-like flavor, mm-hmm. and it, it almost plays really traditional with the base part of it, even though it's completely, you know, it's a more pepper-based sauce. You know, it kind of plays along those smoky, ketchup-y barbecue flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually surprisingly approachable. Yeah, I feel Meaning, like that's actually one of my favorites out of the ones we tasted, which is kind this of hilarious. One is our, this one is actually just edged out our habanero, the High Falls habanero, as our bestseller. You know, in a lot of ways, it actually plays in the less, it plays less spicy than the pineapple persuasion. Yeah. Really? You think so? It's a, it's a different kind of heat. Yeah, mm-hmm. the it's lingering. A, it's a growing after heat, fact heat, but the pineapple's more searing. You know, this is it's growing now that I've had a little bit more of it. <laughs> yeah, it's enveloping um. my tongue. It feels like little little fire demons are poking my tongue with pitchforks, but it's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely wants me. I definitely want to go back and get more because it's building now that I've had, you know, a, not a whole spoonful, but you know, a coating on a spoonful. It's building, it's lingering, but it's a different kind of heat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And now, now it's getting there. It was interesting <laughs> yep. to see that when uh, 
you know, when, when Wegmans did their tasting of it, they selected the ghost. And, and they said, yep, we want it. But it's when you look in, you know, the, the food aisles around these stores in town, yeah. they don't have a lot of hot sauces. So to have something that's a ghost sauce, ghost pepper, um, the word itself is one of the most searched words on the Internet. I mean, it just yeah. sounds... It's, it's synonymous with the word hot sauce, right. in, at least in my industry. Um, but, you know, when I had my first little, you know, phone calls with the, with the folks that are supporting us at Wegmans, I, you know, I was naturally wondering, how are the sales looking? And the ghost was leading the pack. And that surprised me awesome. in Wegmans. Because when you go to, like, um, like a Lori's Natural Foods, uh, Hagedorn's, or Big M, or, you know, one of the other independent market uh, stores around town that have them, it's... Uh, Sometimes you see the ghost, and then sometimes you see one of the others. But it, it's it's hit or miss. It's really strange because you can walk into one grocery store in one town, and folks really pull one off the shelf, and I'm constantly there refilling that. Yeah. And then another store might be something completely different. That's crazy. How's your mouth doing? It's doing okay. I'm wondering where the chicken wings are at. <laughs> where the chicken wings? Yeah, at? Um, my mine's definitely building still. Still? Yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. building. It's it's on the way down now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know it's. That's it's an assertive sauce. I mean, it's a different like I said, it's a different heat than the habanero. But as I talk, I can feel it. I can feel the heat bouncing off my tongue. Mm-hmm. My eyes are feeling it a little bit. <laughs> now, if you had it on, yeah, if you had it on something where you introduced the sauce with other flavors and it was mixed in, mm. you, you know, it becomes a little bit different experience. And, right. You know, you can tolerate eating more and more and yeah. want more. Like sure. I want to dip it. I just want to pour it all over the rest of the baba ganoush <laughs> over here. Keep on saying. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. <laughs> I'm actually going to go back for a little bit more because that's... Uh, yeah, f- well, I, you know, I left you guys some some to play with, so let me no, know which what you I think appreciate. down the road. Uh, I mean, the flavor profile on this is, I'd say, even the most traditional of the five. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I can see why people would really like it. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it is it is challenging, especially if you're if you're eating it plain or trying to use it as one ingredient out of many, how do you balance it out? All right. I'm trying a little bit more. Yeah, it definitely has that sweetness up front. Um, I love, I I think it's that smoky flavor that I love from the spicy peppers, whether it's the habaneros or, or those uh, buchalokias. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Mm. You know, it's fun with you if you eat, uh, you know, burgers and things like that. Oh. Um, you can mix it right in to your burger meat. It keeps the the meat moist. Interesting. And then it cooks right in and in the grill, and you get the smokiness in the burger and a little mm. bit of heat. So I'm doing the wrong thing. I'm drinking water, um, which really distributes it all around. <laughs> and I think what we're going to do is uh, Tom brought some, as I mentioned before, that uh, that rogue sriracha mm-hmm. uh, stout. So I think we're going to try some of that next. Yeah, um, you might want to cool off. Uh, alcohol is second to dairy. Is it really in terms of uh, being a natural inc- natural cooling agent? Oh, okay, huh. so maybe the the beer will give your tongue a rest before you venture into <laughs> one of the nasties I brought. Yeah, and I did oh forget boy. to tell. I brought a Carolina Reaper salsa. If you really want to venture into something, oh <laughs> boy, I think I'm gonna have to. Um, I, I might tell Carrie not to try either of these? Yes, I think I'm going to pass. Beautiful. I don't really dig a stout usually, but I'll take a sip of yours. Okay, let me me taste it first. So I don't know how it'll be for you um, after having the sauces. Somebody gave me this for the first time a few months ago, and it was an interesting, very interesting beer. Oh, 
Yeah, mixed I mean, it, opinions it, from those that had it. Yeah, it, I, I'm actually a little surprised how it's got a little bit of a lingering heat, but not well, like the, you don't really taste sriracha as a flavor. No, like it, it felt like it's you know how after. cinnamon has kind of like a little tingle burn kind of feeling. It it sort of rained on my tongue. Yeah, in that similar kind of sensation, but not so much like tasting the sriracha pepper based. Yeah, sauce, I was actually hoping to get know? some of that, some of that heat, not the heat, but some of that, uh, some of the sweet, some of the garlic. Mm-hmm. Right. I was hoping to get some of that in the beer, and it really is just heat. I, I don't know what process they went through. I, I think it's it's great. It, it's certainly neat from a marketing standpoint. It's yes. got the. Oh, it's a beautiful bottle. bottle on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had it, it just it is interesting to me, though, because, you know, it just goes to show you what people are doing with peppers these days. Um, but down in the Finger Lakes, I went to Honeyway Falls Brewery. Oh, yeah. And if you've ever been in there, we were on a wine tour and stopped at a couple of breweries and we got in there and they had a habanero beer that was oh. out of this world. Good. Light beer. though. Uh, abs- uh, yeah, it was an ale. Yeah, it was an ale. A habanero ale. Interesting. But it was sort of like this, where you, 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 after you have it, you realize there's habaneros in it, and you get like a that sort of after taste that's yeah. in this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this was more of a, a little bit more of a predominant flavor and and burn to it. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. But it was it not hot. I mean, right. you know, I ended up buying a few six packs just to take home, and sure, you know, you can drink a lot of it. This, you know, from a stout standpoint, it's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a terrible stout in of itself. No, it's actually. just that the you know the lingering yeah. flavor isn't as predominant as I hoped it would be. It's more it's more spice than more spice than anything else. It kind of comes off more as a relatively well balanced stout with a little bit of tingle spice to it. Yeah, yeah. Not so much like I was kind of I've had some gimmicky stouts where it's either too sweet or it's too something or another this was actually kind of well balanced except that you almost want it to be more sriracha yeah because i mean i've had the stouts where they're they're trying to be super chocolatey or really coffee based well i mean you know rogue's a pretty good a pretty well established brewery in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. so i think that's why you you know you, you see it in these bottles too because i don't know I guess you can buy six packs and share, but I imagine in yeah. terms of having two or three beers sitting around watching a movie, mm-hmm. this might not be my option. Might, might, <laughs> might, not be, might not be my first option either. It's certainly a great tasting beer and a sharing yeah. beer, and that's what I like. Yeah, you know, you fascinating. Pair it and you have it with maybe a steak or you know whatever it is your your, your choice of food is, but you yeah, can pair just, it up nicely with something. Yeah, it adds adds a bit of character. I can imagine um, doing like a coffee rub, you know, a, a coffee rub on a steak. Mm. Chicken you know, really, really <laughs> carries on the chicken wings, but I, that's what I'm picturing. You know, a coffee rub steak, mm. where you you're echoing all those flavors, a little bit of salt, that meatiness, then you bring a touch of the spice here. I think that could be really good. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have a little bit more mm-hmm. of that, and I think we're gonna go ahead and maybe I'll have a cracker or two, and then I think we're gonna try some of these uh, some of these more assertive sauces, and. Um, and while we're while we're getting ready, um, I notice in your your beautiful little red painted box over there, you've got a bunch of other products with local labels on them. Yes, um, you know when we first started talking, I was I went into explaining our website, you know, and our background. But we've we've really we've evolved into three things, you know, as a company, Peppernuts. Um, we have our Peppernuts.com, which is our online retailer. 
um, when we, you know, as we ventured into the Rochester market uh, to make a presence and, you know, get our name known and, and start locally so that we can sort of expand nationally, get some recognition, we slowly morphed into taking um, some private recipe. We've had recipes that we've teamed up with manufacturers and helping us prepare, um, selected certain bra- certain flavors, and we created a line of 20 different hot sauces, a few barbecue sauces, a wing sauce, a steak sauce. So there are, there are, there are recipes that you can get only through us that yes. we will do private labeling for. So we've found avenues to do this. I mean, you know, there's a lot of restaurants that we've been to over the years, you know, as we're talking hot sauce and whatever. Sure. Um, that wanted to have their own hot sauce. You know, they asked us to bottle for them. And, you know, we don't do that. I don't have that bottling facility here locally. I don't take other people's recipes and do that. So we finally just got to the point where we said, hey, you know what? We're going to bring recipes to to these folks and let them have a way to brand their restaurants, brand their breweries. Um, we do fundraising with it. Uh, here's one as an example that we do for uh, the Spenceport schools uh, and, and oh, some beautiful. fundraisers with the the youth lacrosse program, etc. So we take you know the school's logo. Uh, we'll take a here's one from um, Custom Brewcrafters. Yeah, which I was kind of thinking that's a similar you know Custom Brewcrafters. There's a lot of off label brewing for places too. And they use, of course, they use custom recipes, but they do a lot of off-label, you know, uh, manufacturing of beers for people. Yeah, Even they understood of- the concept exactly, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, when you walked into, I was in their tasting room, and I looked around, and they had all kinds of things in their merchandising, and uh, they had a few hot sauces on their shelves that they were selling. Um, you know, stuff from what I would have on my website, and I thought that was, you know, unique, but it was an area for them to, you know, to branch out a little bit. And when we got to talking with uh, Mike there, um, he said, hey, you know, I'd would love it to have my own and this is perfect you know this is what we this is what we enjoy doing yeah so we'll take their logo we'll create you know a, a brand of hot sauce for them and they selected four flavors and they've got their own hot sauces now their own signature sauces that's fantastic gives them an opportunity i mean because they're not super widely distributed so it's still relatively unique it's like taking home a growler with with their logo on it right, right? right. um you know a pizza shop right you have a you put your name you buy all these pizza boxes and you send them and People throw the pizza box away. Right. right. Well, for a couple bucks, they can have a hot sauce bottle, and they can either sell it or hand them out. You know, buy two pizzas, get one a bottle of hot sauce free. People go home, splash it on their pizzas, but they put it in the fridge on the shelf. And every time they open up the fridge, you know, the, the name of the store is flying past their eyes and thinking, "Hey, honey, let's order a pizza tonight." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's little things like that. It's merchandising. It's branding. Um, Gives them an opportunity to maybe in just another small revenue stream. But mm-hmm. uh, the fun part about it is working with the schools and, and uh, getting out there and doing fundraisers and stuff. So this one was happened to be for my kid's school. Oh, that's uh, great. You know, awesome. It was a way to create a little flyer with, a, with some branded stuff about the school sports and that sort of thing. And, you know, you're helping the community. You know, good you know, for everybody. The proceeds, yeah. <laughs> but, awesome. yeah, the private labeling's definitely, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I've met a lot of restaurant owners. Um, you know, people that are willing to support local businesses and in turn, I can take their, I take the hot sauces up to the markets sometimes and put them right up in the shelves and say, Hey, here's our local hot sauces, you know, representing the restaurants and people come by and they'll grab the custom brew crafter sauce. They'll grab the tap and mail it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so cool. So it's, (laughs) it's interesting. And so that's, that's, uh, once we did that in Rochester, um, and had that going for a while, you know, we realized, hey, we have a good presence here, and we're having a lot of fun with it. So, 
we went and created our sauces, and then we launched those mid last year. So cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, I think it's time to ramp things up, buddy. No, it sounds good. Um, you want to taste that one, or are you good? Oh, I'm, I'm going. Oh, yeah, okay. it's yeah, time to time oh, to ramp things wrap up. It up. No, no, we're gonna ramp, ramp things it up. up. Yeah, he's right. going up on the roller coaster, and I'm like, see. Ya. This is my fun part. <laughs> Take a picture when you go around the loop and you're screaming. No, <laughs> I went to a neighborhood party uh, a year ago and, and brought the sauce over to uh, you know to the neighbor's house. We do this annual meat fest. Ooh. Big long grill, charcoal grill. It burns all day. I love those kind of grills. Everyone slaps their their different choice you know selection it reminds me of me to reminds me did. of the chevetta's barbecues in buffalo man <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get to the event and uh you know the, the guys in the neighborhood were joking bring a hot one this time so i brought a hot one <laughs> and told them this this is hot <laughs> you know it's not your ghost pepper hot this is you know this is a hot one and guy my neighbor took it and put it on a ritz cracker and piled it up good oh, i mean no. and threw it in i'm like no we put it <laughs> When when you when it you feel like the slow motion happening, <laughs> no, you just, you just slap it out of his face. It was a uh, <laughs> you, you'd think that someone set off the blowhorn at the fire department oh, down the oh road. It was. Uh, oh God. So I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna let you. <laughs> so how how should I be tasting this? Um, if you, do you want it on a cracker, I don't you know. can try it. Try it. I'll, maybe I'll the cracker this. will make it a little easier than. Just uh, it's up to you. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go straight. Okay. I'll go straight right onto the spoon. Oh boy. And I'll just put a I'll put a dab on here. That's you. probably perfect. Cause I you know, I tried, you know, his sauces they've got a bit of kick. Oh but yeah, you know, this, use this as is little or level. as much as you'd like on it. But this will show you what a Trinidad Marugan scorpion pepper tastes like. Oh dear. So the aroma is pretty fantastic. The the I choose this one because this happens to be one of my favorite. I mean the the flavor out of this sauce is a great flavor. And just smelling it, I can smelling it gives some heat right into my palate. <laughs> it's got a it's got a nice fermented smell, a little bit of a fermented smell to it. It's got that big, that smoky, dry, super hot pepper taste. And that, that's from the pepper itself. Yeah, I mean that's a it's an amazing aroma. I mean, that's get a that's, little bit of the vinegar. So this one is uh, the Trinidad Maruga Scorpion chilies, vinegar, onions, tomatoes, lemon juice, garlic, salt, and spices. Real simple. I mean, so many of the recipes really are simple. Spices, you know, is is you know the, yeah. the secret, but yeah, you of know, course, we don't know what the. Oh dear. So it'll like the ghost. It will take a few, but this one kind of hits you a little quicker, I think, than the ghost, but. Yeah, it's 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 a delicious flavor. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> yeah. It's you, no joke. Do you need some baba ganoush? <laughs> so the flavor But you almost want more. Like if you're dipping yeah, yeah. I like it I like to dip cheese into that. <laughs> cheddar cheese. <laughs> okay, it's got some pretty sour heat to it. Um so it's almost I'm gonna try to describe it while it's burning my face off. <laughs> Um, you sound, <laughs> you'll you probably sound get like the, an old person. The hiccups will come. It's soon. got yeah. So it's almost hollow with that with that dry flavor. It's really tasty. There it goes. There's the hiccups. Oh no. So it's having trouble with the words now. You broke my husband. <laughs> Why'd you break Pause. my husband? 
Yep, here come the hiccups. Press, oh, press pause. <laughs> oh no, this is this is this is what I was hoping for. <laughs> but Let's, you, it, it's a, it's a <laughs> incredible flaming flavorful sauce. Incredible flaming sauce too. <laughs> flaming. You want a cracker? I think I probably should have a cracker. Papa Ganoush. <laughs> and I got cream cheese. I know you don't like cream cheese. Cream cheese no. Sauce. He, <laughs> so that's your wow. That's your two million on the Scoville scale. That Even is, watered down, right? Because that's not that's not pure. No, your <laughs> eyes are turning pink. Yeah, the uh, the eyes are turning. My unfortunately, the crackers don't help much, but the, <laughs> they'll dilute and distract. Just empty the whole sleeve into your face. <laughs> It'll distract, but that's why you know when you see people screwing around and shooting videos on the internet and that sort of thing with the hot sauces, they'll have a gallon of milk with them. Right, and it, the the only temporary relief you get from that feeling in your mouth is from the milk. But, but you right. have to constantly be sipping it or <laughs> right. But they'll eat a pod, oh, you know. And these man. guys that go to these concerts, uh, contests, and they swallow it. Oh, so God. that what you're feeling in your mouth is going on and through down their throat and into their stomach. So they're chugging gallons of milk. Well, and that's if you're smart. There was a unfortunately one of the pressmen at my former employer. Um, he <laughs> ate a whole jar of ghost peppers. That's crazy. Um, not knowing that he probably should a have food in his stomach and b not have only had coffee that day, uh, and by the time he finished the, the jar of peppers, he was sobbing and sweating in the men's room, and yeah. people were concerned that like he hurt himself, something fell on him. And it was like, no, he was just dumb enough to <clears throat> eat a jar of pickled ghost peppers and nothing else that day. <sighs> Okay. How do you so, feel? So you, you get done and you're like, wow, that was so interesting because it's fascinating. You process. See what it's like. <laughs> I mean, it's the endorphins so hopefully for, will kick in a little. For context, the amount that I had was, I mean, no more than you'd fit on like a tine of a fork. You know, I mean, really, I the tip of a spoon. I mean, we're not talking a spoonful, and these are these are tasting spoons. I had the tip of a spoonful. And it's just starting to subside. I mean, my tongue is still burning and my nose is running and my eyes are watering. But the actual flavor is really interesting. I mean, it's that big smoke. It's it's a little hollow, but it envelops your mouth with that that big smoky pepper flavor, which is delicious. And you're right, it takes that four or five seconds and then it just goes. And you're right, the hiccups hit. I didn't have very much. Yeah. I mean that was really tiny amount, and that just that just blew my mouth up. And you can see <laughs> by taking very little ingredients, what these guys can do with these, just you know, by putting some spice blends in mixed with it, it, it create the fruit itself is so flavorful. <laughs> I mean, it, it really it was delicious. <clears throat> it's not something I'd have on a regular basis, <laughs> right? For sure. Um, I think that's definitely the hottest thing I've ever tasted. See now, um, when I when I eat the sauce, like I, I was telling, you, I, I'll dip. Cheese. Like, I don't normally eat a ton of cheese, right? Yeah. but one of my favorite times to eat cheese is to dip it in hot sauce. Well, that's really smart just because of the dairy aspect that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it does definitely help a little. Yeah, when the cheese melts down, you know. And, um, 
but the, the combination, the flavor, um, you know, I think oh. there's a lot of people that actually you know, like wine and cheese, whatever. They mix them up, but a lot mm-hmm. of people like to dip hot sauce cheese. No, I could sauce. see this with an assertive, you know, like an assertive cheddar kind of cheese. I'm not mm-hmm. a cheddar guy, but Love a that kind of spice. We've I could done really cheese see and hot sauce pairings. That's actually not unusual. Oh, I could really see that working really well. Yeah. Ooh, I want a Gouda. But when I do that. Yeah, if you try this, you can have some. Oh, okay. yeah. When, when you do it, <laughs> um, you know, you're dipping the corner of the piece of cheese into that right. to get... Just to get the heat and the flavor mm-hmm. injected that into smell the smell is just the fantastic. Pepper. I want to have more. Right, you do. But I really don't want to ruin the rest of the podcast with my hiccuping <laughs> and coughing. But there's really no reason to eat much more of it straight other than to get that experience right. or the feeling or whatever. And it is it really is a it's a great it's a great thing to have and it's the kind of thing you want to have people try. Because really it's mm. the proper essence of that pepper, really. It's yeah. Without obviously eating it straight, which is a completely different thing when it's fresh. I'm sure. I mean, you, you've had some of these hot peppers. It's a different experience fresh. Absolutely. Uh, because it's not cooked down. It's It's got more of that juiciness. And it probably sears a little differently, too. And, you know, I can't speak for how they do it. But, um, you know, when, when you bore out a jalapeno to stuff it with cream cheese and throw it on the grill. Right. Yeah. You took the heat out. Right. Um, right. It's those linings. It's the seeds. It's, it's, uh, it's actually, well, there's a, there's a good concentration in the seed, but it's the, the, the placenta yeah. of the pepper, the white, anything that's mm-hmm. white inside oh, of the it's pepper the white that's, stuff. Okay. Yeah. that's holding on to the seed. Jeez, that's what you face. don't want to eat. So even <laughs> when I was explaining to Carolina Reaper, you know, I was slicing off the little bottom, you know, the little tail on the bottom of it. Right. And, and, and tasting that, I have not even ventured into wanting to try to taste the the white on the inside. The, the spicy <laughs> part. Right. Yeah. When, you're, when you're talking the spicy part of one of those, that's like, that's serious business. Yep. Yeah. Whew. Man. Fun, huh? So it, it really rush. is, in, now that it's starting to fall off, I mean, you're, I don't know, Carrie's going to smell it. She's not going to taste it. Oh, I was going to be surprised if... Uh, Oh, are you going to try it? I'm going to try. In the baba ganoush. Yeah, okay. Can somebody make that a drinking Just game? Chew it around how many a little, times right? I said baba yeah. ganoush today? Baba ganoush. Did she put the rest of what was in the spoon in there? She No, she dropped something. Okay. Ah! Was, so, how do, how do you like the how do you <laughs> like the flavor? It's dry. You just it's, ate the second hottest pepper in the world. Woo, I did it. Wait a second. Yeah, no, but. it's been like blowing up my face and going up my nose and that's a trip. Well, going down my throat and I give you a lot of credit ooh. for someone that doesn't eat a ton. Ooh. You sound like you've experienced. Uh, ooh. ooh, it's really dry and hollow and right. When I was saying the dry and hollow, it's in, in a really good way though. It's, that's the stuff that I don't go for. Yeah, like I like our the last guy. That we tried the ghost before. pepper sauce. Yeah, that yeah. was that was up my alley just because of the smokiness fills in that hollow. Yeah. Area. Whereas this was just stinging for me. <laughs> well, you also mixed it a little bit, which I think makes a big difference. That did help. You having it plain versus if I did it plain, I think I would have been dead. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it really yeah. does. The flavor is fantastic. It's really different. You almost want to just you do you put it right on the tip of your tongue and yeah, swish it around a little. Yeah, Tom just grabbed some too. I couldn't let you guys do it on your own. <laughs> Where it's are fun. the chicken wings at? <laughs> I think now we have to go get chicken wings. Uh-huh. Um, it's the build. It's the creeping build that keeps yeah, coming along it? with it. 
It's yeah. like an ocean of pain it takes on my like tongue. Thirty to forty seconds, I think, to get yeah. the full yeah, optimized I, I burn. Could, I could see your eyes starting to go, yeah. You get a little sweat beating up. Oh yeah. I've just come to the conclusion I am your worst spokesperson ever. <laughs> I don't know. I might hire the you. The little pitchfork fire impressed. guys on my tongue. And this is the the ocean of pain. It's <laughs> coming up on the shore on my taste buds and going back out and coming back in further. Like the tide is in on pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm probably a little bit more used to it. I think I eat a, I eat a you, lot more as of you it should. than you should. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I'm a you're. You know, you didn't exhibit any of well, the things I did. Well, it's, you know, this level and a little bit higher. You know, more like at the ghost level. Sure. When you eat it consistently, trying something at this level isn't as bad. Yeah. Um, right, because for me, I, I remember the first time, you know, when I started dabbling with all these, right. when I had the ability to bring in these super hots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you, of course, you're trying all the Carolina Reaper sauces as right. the guys are coming up with crazy concoctions. And you called it. I mean, that's exactly what happened to me, that hiccuping, that coughing, that intensity yeah. while well, you just had probably just as much as I did and you got none of it, but because you've, you become accustomed to it. Right. Right. I yeah. think it's the same as anything else. When you, you start to get used to, you know, the flavor of coffee or the flavor of whiskey, you know, if you're trying to taste whiskey, I mean, it's, you go from the first time you taste it, it tastes like alcohol. Right. And then you start getting to the subtleties when you start. I'm glad I was able to taste the flavors before it, you know, burn my face off. <laughs> Um, because the flavor is really interesting and that's a flavor I'd love to explore. And I wonder, you know, that makes me interested in how do you make that flavor with necessarily without maybe the crazy amount of heat? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that's the, it's a fascinating flavor. Limited amount of, yeah, <laughs> you can't though. That's it's like, a, you know, hitting my stomach like, Ooh, <clears throat> let's destroy it down here too. And I'm like, no, my stomach. <laughs> you know, they, it would take a long time to. You know when they're when they're producing these, to sit there and bore out every single pepper and yeah. oh gets done in some situations. But whether yeah. or not these they're doing it, I don't know. I'd I would guess not. No, probably no. not. Yeah. Assuming the Just heat's coming them all from up. what's in there. But <laughs> yeah, so you can play with them. You know, no, it's if really you're good. Producing them, mm-hmm. so that that one's really hot, and that's you're saying probably over probably over a million, right? As the sauce itself, yeah. I mean, the pepper as itself the sauce. is up there, but as a sauce itself, I would say it's. Yeah, it's up there. Edging up towards that direction. Yeah. Now, we don't have any here to taste today, but there's ones that go far beyond that. They yeah. They go into the four to eight million range. That's ooh. using capsaicin extract. Exactly. Oh. That's what they people start. I mean, I uh, it's one I could have brought. I didn't. Um, one of our private label sauces is an extract sauce. So okay. You can take this and you can add the extract into this so they start dropping that chemical the the, the, the crystal the, the capsaicin crystals right into the sauce oh, right and, and that brings the level up and it doesn't really offer any flavor it. it's just it's just pure heat, More heat. right and that's where that the 22 mil, the 2.2 million comes from the testing of the capsaicin you know in right. the pepper so wow. how much can come out of one pepper right so yeah i mean there's there's hotter but what you don't get is more flavor. You're just getting hotter for the sake of hotness. Yeah, right. it, you know what? And people buy. I, we we actually sell it by the pound. Oh my goodness! You can buy capsaicin extra. Wow. <laughs> I oh, mean, the, you're not supposed to like eat it straight. No, I mean, yeah, these oh, are people Lord, cooking no. with it and stuff. I mean, and it's like you're talking one grain for a pot of chili kind of yeah, level. Yeah, you're putting in a little tiny oh. scoop for you know a big crock. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, because I don't know what someone's doing with a, you know buying it when we have some customers that'll buy it like one every month. 
literally. No shit. And I don't know what they're doing with it. Maybe they're reselling it. Um, if they're cooking with it, I'm impressed because yeah. they're making a lot of hot food. Maybe like, it's really, like a chili cook-off thing or they just have built up this tolerance where I know that there are some people out there that are they're like, this isn't hot enough. And it's like, okay, it's annihilating my face and burning the village to the ground, but okay. So that <laughs> might be those people. You did very good with it. <laughs> I yeah, tried. You be yeah, you did a good job. I mean, realistically, it's it like I... As it was like dissipating into the sea of pain, um, I it made me think of the element element of L and M lanes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when my tongue was on fire, my like like my saliva my saliva glands are pumping juices, and I'm like, okay, um, I am in pain, but this is enjoyable because I want to eat more yeah. of these chicken wings because it has more of the pain on it. But the chicken wings, I can still taste through that hollow pepper kind of feeling i think that was kind of what was coming to mind there see that's the part i really enjoy because it's such a different flavor and i'm always interested in those different flavors and that's it's so fascinating how different they all taste yeah so it's 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 tough you know people they all ask for recommendations but you know i got over 900 on the website right we (laughs) sort them by heat so if you're looking for something like that you know you go into the 10 plus category Oh, yeah. This one's more of a nine in terms of a sauce. <laughs> yeah. Once you get to the, there's 10s, and then there's the 10 pluses. Anything oh. with a plus is what carries the extract. Okay. <laughs> it's it's wow. considered so an that's extract a nine. sauce. Yeah, we have a separate category for them. Wow. So you, you yeah, put that at nine. the nine, and then you have the 10, which the is ten non-extract. 10 would be more elevated. Um, some will introduce extracts. A little bit, but not in, in a crazy way. Yeah, if you're going to get into like the Blair's, you know, the extract, they got these little one-ounce container bottles and yeah, things yeah. where you can get them. And um, sometimes they're in liquid forms with droppers. I mean, it's just um, depends on what you do with them. It's a whole different game at that yeah. point. <sighs> well, <laughs> man, that, that was that was really interesting, and I'm glad you brought it over. Um, so, Tom, why, why don't you get your plugs out? So where do people find you on social media and where can they find your sauce? Uh, yeah, we're on, uh, we do a, a, a lot with Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's uh, uh, Facebook backslash Peppernuts, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just search fa- Facebook for Peppernuts with a Z. Um, it's one word, P-E-P-P-E-R-N-U-T-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Twitter. We're on Twitter, Instagram. Um, those are their three primaries. Uh, we do have a... Pinterest and Google yep. page. Yeah, and then peppernuts.com. I mean, you know, if you if you're interested, come and check out our site. Um, we have a private label page, we have our store page, uh, we have a page about our sauces, and then just a page of events. Uh, we're we're getting into like taking a look around town and seeing where all the spicy festivals are or things that would relate to spice. Oh, um, yeah. we're actually working with a lot of other local, well, there's a few other local sauce producers, um, and then the New York State Restaurant Association. We're trying to get in touch with a number of people right now because we're going to try to plan a Rochester Spice Festival. Ooh, awesome. Cool. Yeah. That would be crazy. So either we bring in food trucks, um, you know, select numbers or, you know, certain ones that are willing to cook spicy foods or feature sauce, you know, yeah. who knows. But um, we are looking into that, and we're hoping maybe for next year that uh, there's an opportunity maybe in the summer. I mean, we were... Actually, looking towards the end of the summer, but it's just a lot of planning right now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's going to be tough. I think it'll turn out really well, <laughs> though. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got the culture around here already. We've got yeah. food trucks pop, you know, the rodeo. We've got all kinds of, we just had the Burgundy Basin Inn did uh, the uh, Rochester meat sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard uh, about that. Yeah. I heard they about did, that. And they had all the guys coming in and cooking their plates and making their meat sauces. 
Um, you know, there's so there's there's a lot of opportunities, and it's just gotta we gotta team up with the right people, and we're doing the research now. We're looking for a venue. We've got a number of people that are willing to help out and get it going. Great. Uh, gonna get some sponsors, and naturally my own company and that sort of thing. But uh, awesome. Yeah. Um. You know, aside from doing things like that, we are in. Uh, we talked about Wegmans. Uh, we're also in a number of local grocers around town. So we're in like Palmer's, Laurie's Natural Foods, Niblack Foods. Um, the IGAs, uh, there's a few IGAs, big big M's around town. Um, it's a couple small shops in Spencerport, Green Hut. I don't know if you've ever been out no, there. No, I haven't. That sounds really interesting. Green though. Hut's an all-natural food store. Cool. Um, the Spencerport Unique Shop, uh, Redbird Market out in Fairport. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hagedorn's out in Webster. Which is a cool store. Great beer selection, too. Yeah, these are... Yeah, I mean, again, all wonderful people willing <laughs> to support local, so they deserve the plugs just, you know, as much as we would. And Absolutely. Um, Abundance Co-op. Oh, yes. One of my favorites. I'm yeah, and they just, they just moved, right? And a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. No, that's great. So, and you can find me uh, at Stromy on Twitter or Instagram or foodabouttown.com or on the Facebooks. And because my wife's here, <laughs> you can find her art at C-R-A-Z-D-U-D-E on Instagram and check out some of her animal featured uh, animal featured art pieces. And also crazydude.com. Crazy without the Y because I'm only partly crazy. Ha ha ha. Okay. So I think we're all set, Tom. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Good times.